Welcome to the No Spin News, November 19th, 2019. Fight for your freedom. So you, you're not going to hear this anywhere else, but this is a pretty big breaking story. Uh, Justice Department Inspector General Michael Horowitz will testify before the Senate Judiciary Committee on December 11th. All right, a few days after Thanksgiving. So that means that his report is done. Lindsey Graham bring him in, and he wouldn't be bringing him in if he didn't have anything. So this, this, you know, as you remember, the Inspector General is looking into alleged misbehavior on the part of the FBI, the CIA, and other government agencies um, concerning the 2016 election. So I'm not going to speculate because that would be foolish of me. I will ask President Trump when I speak with him on Monday, and as you know, we're doing a big interview with him, um, and I'll tell you about that at the end of the program, but it's, it's a monster now. This interview is a monster. Everybody's taking it. Millions of listeners. Um, and that'll happen. You'll, you'll get to hear it on Tuesday. I'm doing it on Monday, but I'll ask him, is there a heads up or anything like that? But, uh, the Horowitz, uh, interview will be on December 11th in the Senate. All right, let's go to the House, where the House uh, Intelligence Committee today interviewed Jennifer Williams, an aide to Vice President Pence, and Lieutenant Colonel Alexander Vinman, a top Ukraine expert for the National Security Council. Both of those individuals do not like President Trump. All right, is kind of a theme? Now, last week I said the hearings were a fiasco, because they were. And today, all I can say is they were tedious. I, I had to get up and walk around because my eyes were getting so heavy. Now, Miss Williams had really nothing to say. And about 20% of the uh, questions were directed to her. It was nothing. And um, I was listening to CBS Radio News on the hour. They didn't use any sound bites from it, which is incredible. All right. Now, Vinman is another story. So... I don't think anybody should be attacking Colonel Vindman. Right? He's a, a Purple Heart recipient, was wounded in Iraq, born in Ukraine, family emigrated here, looks to be a patriot to me, a career army officer, but he does not like Donald Trump. It is obvious he doesn't like him. So why are we, why are we parading all these people in? For what reason? Neither Williams nor Vindman had any direct knowledge of any misbehavior. It was all about opinion. Well, it's my opinion that that phone call that he president made to the president of Ukraine was, was really uh, unusual and not very good. All right. So what? <laughs> I mean, it's really unbelievable. So let, here's the most important soundbite from Colonel Vindman. It's only 11 seconds. Go. It was improper for the president to request an to demand an investigation into a political opponent, opponent. Okay, who says it's improper? When uh, the Republicans cross-examined the colonel, they said to him, do you realize there's a Justice Department investigation looking into allegations that Ukraine may have done illegal things in 2016 during our election? Do you realize that, colonel? Oh, yeah, I heard something about that. Uh, do you realize that in order to get to the bottom of this, we need the cooperation of Ukraine? And that's what Donald Trump was asking for when the new president. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Uh, uh. Do you realize that Vice President Biden 
was over there 12 times, and his son derived uh, more than a million dollars from a Ukrainian company. Uh, I, I, you know, I mean, there's context to this. All right, Colonel Vimin didn't like the call. Okay, in his opinion, Trump is trying to dig up dirt on Biden by withholding aid. Okay, that's his opinion. But there's context to this. You are listening to a free excerpt from BillOReilly.com's No Spin News broadcast, where you can actually see me. We'll be right back after this message. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. Making you old-fashioned today with Wild Turkey Bourbon 101. It just really stands up very well in a classic cocktail like the Old Fashioned. It has that perfect boldness. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. All right, at the University of Washington, Seattle, um, the Student Association there has passed a resolution calling on uh, the university, again, Washington University, to ban professors from asking for medical documentation if a student doesn't show up. So say you got a big exam, all right, and, and the student's got to show up, but the student doesn't show up. And the professor says, hey, uh, you got to tell me why. You don't have a note for your parents because you're over 18, but you got to get, you know, if you're sick, uh, the doctor's got to tell me if you have some kind of condition or if you miss five or six classes in a row. No, 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 you can't do it. And here's why. This is the justification for can't ask students for any medical backup by the Associated Students of the University of Washington. Ready? Here's the quote. Requiring students to procure and submit medical excuse notes significantly disadvantages students from marginalized communities who are less likely to be adequately insured. <laughs> so... If you're in a marginalized community, which is anybody but white guys, all right, and uh, you might not have health insurance, even though you have Obamacare. They give you free health care. That, that's still there. Remember that. No. This is another unbelievable thing. But here's something even worse. Syracuse University. Okay? Now, Syracuse used to be a good school. It is no longer. Syracuse University all right, is now dealing with students who are occupying a campus building until their demands are met. Here is one of their demands. Quote, the general consensus is that black students, and we're talking specifically on behalf of black students, may feel safer and better rooming with other black students rather than saying the same race has an implementation of a profile system or a portal system. That includes interests as well as race. So, the demand is that students of color, again, anybody other than a white guy, can room, demand to room with another student of color. But whites can't say, I want to room with another Caucasian. Nor should they. Nor should they. So, they want to set up these crazy students at the University of Syracuse, they want to set up a de facto segregation on campus that the administration will sanction. 
You are listening to a free excerpt from BillOReilly.com's No Spin News broadcast, where you can actually see me. We'll be right back after this message. Support for this podcast comes from Dropbox Business. Teamwork, your way. There I was, struggling to balance my professional life and making my son something healthy in my personal life. And then I realized, my team and I can fix this. Sure, we're all pretty different with different working styles, but that only makes us more productive. I work early in slides, while BizDev assigns tasks, and Legal works late in HelloSign, all from one shared Dropbox workspace. Try Dropbox for your team at dropbox.com slash teams at work. Okay, let's do a little mail. Um, this is from Carlos on the message board. I know Donald Trump's favorite defense is a strong offense, but appearing at the hearings would be a big mistake. Surrounding himself with a bunch of backstabbers didn't work out too well for Caesar. That's for sure. Julius got it and got it good by trusting people, which Donald Trump will never do. If you read the United States of Trump, you will find out why he trusts no one. Anyway, I agree with you, Carlos. I said it yesterday. Donald Trump making a big mistake if he answers any questions from these people. Chris Sophocles. I want to get that Greek name right, Chris. Sophocles. Kanadagwa, New York, upstate. Two questions. What's the status of Pakistani doctor who helped us get bin Laden? He's still in prison, unfortunately. Second question. When President Obama paid Iran all that cash to sign a nuke deal, were we the only country to do so? He didn't pay them. He unfroze Iranian money. All right, that has been misreported all day long by everybody. So the United States Treasury didn't pay Iran anything. We had frozen Iranian assets in the USA because of their violations, and we unfroze them, all right? Then he got the cash, put it in the suitcase, dropped it in Tehran. Okay, if you buy all eight killing books, and we are going to announce right after Thanksgiving the next killing book. It will be out in the spring, all right? If you buy all eight, you get premium membership for life, and you got eight great books, so you put it in your own library. Concierge membership. This is a really good Christmas gift for somebody who really wants the truth, is really interested in a country. And you get a free signed book when you sign up for concierge membership. So you could keep the book, give the membership, or keep the membership for yourself and give the book. <laughs> or keep them both. So concierge membership, check it out. Um, I think everybody who's a member of that is having a good time because I interact with you guys, and um, I think you like it. We'll see you tomorrow.